Hello, everybody, and welcome to, I think it's now our fifth attempt to start the episode, but we are hey. here for... Yeah. It's the first uh, time. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, right. totally One the thing. first time. We haven't been continually pranking each other in our attempts to start this episode for 10 no. and, I, and I totally changed from last week. Yes. Yeah. This is a totally yeah. different shirt. This is a, a technically different sweater. It looks slightly different because I've adjusted the collar ever so slightly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Ah, the the, the male version of changing of like I changed the collar it counts it's a different outfit yes <laughs> uh, for those of you who are wondering at this point what the hell we're doing this is Untitled which is our series <laughs> where we are exploring the Bible and ripping it apart because it's fun um, yeah we are yeah. currently going roughly in sync with our uh, uh, Bible study that we're doing uh, in partnership with First Reformed Church of New Brunswick New Jersey. Uh, links to that can be found on our own Discord server on our website, uh, written Which on the sky in space. Uh, I'm pretty sure we sent a deep space probe up near Mercury. Like, it's just about everything. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Worst I think case, I got a Skywriter. Yeah. If you want to get it on it, worst case, you can always just comment here because we watch all channels because we're a tiny church and, like, we get super excited every time somebody got there. We love when you comment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we actually got a comment on our YouTube page last week and I was, like, like, like giddy, like, hey, Yes. <laughs> somebody saw it <laughs> like, oh it's still someone from our community ah it's still a comment yay <laughs> so, so I know when you said roughly in sync I almost heard roughly insane which is also fair also accurate um, <laughs> so anyway so today what we're doing um because these things are planned out a little bit in advance we are talking about uh the book of Ezekiel chapter 16 verses 48 to 58 which you may not yet realize it, but this is a direct follow-up to the episode we just recorded, which you saw last week on Genesis chapter 19, subtitle, Ah, the Gays! <laughs> yes, yes it is. Is it really a subtitle when it's that obvious? Yeah, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So we are going to be talking about that because this passage gives us both a more concrete contextual understanding of what the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing was about because they're say pretty Ezekiel pretty explicitly lays it out here uh, but it also talks about like going forward from that place so we're going to get into that a little bit we're going to we're going to tear it apart and we're going to make an objectively ridiculous number of hilarious in jokes and whatnot along the way uh we're going to be irreverent we're going to be zany we're going to be like the anime at the the you know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna be like the we're gonna be like the animaniacs, except with many more swear words. Although yeah, it's right. about the same number of inappropriate hidden jokes. Yeah, probably. Probably maybe a couple more. I think I think we can I think we can go go. You really more. think we can give Yakko Yakko Wacko and Dada run for their money? They're the OG man. Oh, so. yeah. I think I think Yakko for sure right yeah. here. Well, <laughs> you know, like Abram, let's crack our knuckles. Say this is right. right the let's alley. do it. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll get into the verses early this time. We'll uh we'll we'll dig in here. Ezekiel sixteen verses forty eight through fifty eight, and uh, as always, we are using the NRSVUE because lots of letters makes a translation of the Bible. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nurse Vu sounds like something that the uh, the Animaniacs would say. Yeah, that, that's a dot character. Yeah, Nurse Vu. That, that's got to be. Nurse Vu is a dot character. So take right, away Nurse Vu. Done. Let's do it. As I live, says the Lord God, your sister Sodom and her daughters have not done as you and your daughters have done. This was the guilt of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters had pride, excess of food, and prosperous ease, but did not aid the poor and needy. They were haughty and did abominable things before me. Therefore, I removed them when I saw it. Samaria has not committed half your sins. You have committed more abominations than they and have made your sisters appear righteous by all the abominations that you have committed. Bear your disgrace, you also, for you have brought about for your sisters a more favorable judgment. Because of your sins, in which you acted more abominably than they, they are more in the right than you. So be ashamed, you also, and bear your disgrace, for you have made your sisters appear righteous. I will restore their fortunes, the fortunes of Sodom and her daughters, and the fortunes of Samaria and her daughters, and I will restore your own fortunes along with theirs, in order that you may bear your disgrace and be ashamed of all that you have done, becoming a consolation to them. As for your sisters, Sodom and her daughters shall return to their former state. Samaria and her daughters shall return to their former state. And you and your daughters shall return to your former state. Was not your system, sister Sodom a byword in your mouth in the day of your pride, before your wickedness was, unco was uncovered? Now you are a mockery to the daughters of Edom, and all her neighbors, and to the daughters of the Philistines, those all around who despise you. You must bear the penalty of your lewdness and your abominations, says the Lord. All right. Ooh. Mouthful. Mouthful. But it is a, it is a direct follow-up to what we're reading about with Sodom and Gomorrah. Because the general arc of this text, of course, is Ezekiel is saying, look, as bad as Sodom was, as bad as you think Samaria is because you're racist things. Too bad. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like that. We'll go with that. You're you're racist douchebags here. Um, you're worse, like by a lot, like worse than both of them. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, so like God saying, I'm not going to destroy you. I'm going to bring everybody back up to prosperity, and then everyone is going to laugh at you, and they're going to call you the byword for terrible rather than Sodom because you are worse. And all of that hinges, of course, on verse 49 which we'll get to in a minute so um that being the case i am going to hand it to you on a silver platter and say my dear friend open fire <laughs> <laughs> i mean isn't this every single like haughty christian ever of just like man those people are so bad you know they're they're doing all these nasty things you know let's Ah, uh, the gays, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll go ahead and bring that straight forward. And it's like, man, they're, they're going against God's will. Let me, let me turn here. You know, you really need to give more money and God would bless you. You know, <laughs> let's, let's be real of like, that's exactly just a, a caricature of what happens every single time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many times have, have you seen someone stand up and preach the, this is the word of the Lord that that tells you to give money to the church and to, to help the poor and then you do do all these all these things. And by the way, you in the front row, uh, what happened to your tie? Uh, do you not want to dress up for the Lord? You you, you don't right. you want to look good in the house of the Lord. You you, you go wander out the back and come come back when you you're ready to look nice for Jesus. Right. Um, That's why I wasn't allowed to wear anything but skirts to church. Yeah. Mm. 
I just thought that was because, you know, all the men in the church had a bit of an Abrahamic mentality, but you know. <laughs> I mean, there's also that. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's fair. Yeah, no, I mean, and then that pastor also has, you know, Air Jordans on that cost him $300 online. You know, I don't, I don't normally just promote other channels just for the sake of, there's an Instagram channel called Preachers yep. and Speakers that I oh, absolutely I love fantastic. Because all it does for those of you who haven't seen it is it just breaks down the ridiculously expensive things that evangelical preachers wear to highlight the hypocrisy. It's yeah, it's great. It's my favorite when it, when it picks apart the ones that like the evangelical church as they like say they're more progressive. They're like, ah, fantastic pastor doesn't do those things. Has the most expensive crap on. Yeah, like it's beautiful. Oh, it's 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 great when they get torn down. <laughs> Which like, probably as a Christian I shouldn't enjoy, but I do. <laughs> at, at the risk of humble bragging at this point, I'm looking at what I'm wearing and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that other than like socks and underwear, the only thing I'm wearing that isn't secondhand is probably my cheap ass jeans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're God your for, Thank God for Costco. Right? right? Hey, yeah. You, you think it's good in the US? Let me, let, let me tell you, having access to that here in Japan is, oh, it's a godsend. Particularly oh, for fat folk like me. <laughs> You'll have to show us the wonders of Japanese Costco if we ever make our way over there. Yeah, you know what? I'm, maybe maybe if I can figure out a way to do it well, I should do like a Costco live stream. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. The dog like goes it. to Costco because reasons. Because reasons. <laughs> Science. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, like the haughtiness right there is is a big a big piece of this uh, because what is rooted at the heart of a lot of our conversations about like Sodom and Gomorrah is the true sin of Sodom, which is having and not caring and yeah. making yourself appear <laughs> kind and generous and loving and compassionate while actually not being any of those things. You don't actually help anyone, but you put yourself forward as powerful, as strong. What I'm saying is Republicans are Sodomites. I was, I was thinking of our past churches but yeah. yeah well i was i was also thinking of one of our favorite sayings on this channel oh look at it you look at it you have seen <laughs> that's the one which i'm starting to feel bad about that as a catchphrase because it leaves out like franklin graham and copeland and all the others hey there's... we can add more <laughs> look at it you insert preacher here <laughs> rotate yeah. through them <laughs> Yeah. You just like play it over with other audio if you decide you want to use a different <laughs> one that week. Looking at you, Franklin Graham. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but no, like you're not wrong. There's so many of them that they're out there. Like ah, I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna heal you. I'm gonna bring you up on stage and I'm gonna pay you ahead of time and you're gonna fall on the ground. Uh, I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. hundred percent total spiritual. Healing. I, I'm gonna call you up from the congregation. I'm gonna slap you so hard you have a seizure, and then I'm gonna take all your money and buy a private jet. I'm gonna claim it's Jesus. I was trying to say it more delicately than that, but <laughs> no, you're not that's wrong. The best way to do it. Rip that band off. I'm a big believer in bluntness as a as a theological tool. I'll be honest with you. What? No, you I, never. I operate in the grand tradition of a preacher who decided screw these guys and nailed his list of crap to their door. I love it. I'm Sounds sorry. Good. Don't expect me to be particularly tactful when dealing with stuff like this. It's just not. No, you you know? Yeah. 
not I'm following Protestant, and I embrace that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why Protestant and protest share the same root word. Hmm. It's because DGAF wasn't coined yet. Right. <laughs> just imagine Martin Luther just hammering off a sign that says IDGAF. <laughs> <laughs> like my constant thought bubble <laughs> yeah that one's it's supposed to say in a thought bubble but most of the time it's yeah. in a speech bubble yeah yeah I, i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that whenever he definitely because he definitely did no, he definitely did not like something he just quietly published he definitely nailed it to the door that's a, anyway yeah. historicity notwithstanding i'm pretty sure right. that he was definitely nailed to the door pretty much had handwritten my 27 theses against the catholic church and then just as a decorative element on either side of the title just had two middle fingers <laughs> yeah, right yeah <laughs> couple of birdies yeah. <laughs> just pictures of birds had <laughs> just pictures of birds so it wasn't <laughs> offensive and you could put it up in public <laughs> so anyway you know what this is <laughs> you know why should we talk about the bible uh, we are I, I, like I'm the, trying to okay. avoid getting into a dissertation on the on the artwork in medieval manuscripts because oh my god that could be a whole different thing. Anyway, that'll be the that'll be one of those we put on the Patreon later if we open one up. <laughs> anyway, back to the text. Right. There we go. <laughs> so like 49 and 50 right there are the hinge point for us on this. Really is Sodom had pride, excess food, prosperous ease. They didn't help anybody. They were haughty and did abominable things before me. Now, I want to stop with that one a little bit because mm -hmm. um, the word, they did abominable things before me. Like, every time I have kind of come up against someone who's like, ah, oh, the gays! And I'm like, ah, oh, Ezekiel! Um, <laughs> the immediate response is, well, he said abominable things! And I'm like, yeah, but he didn't say gay things, he said abominable things. Um, and I'm pretty sure that even if you are a hypersexually conservative, I'm gonna say Christian here for convenience, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that even in your lexicon, being gay isn't the only abominable thing. Um, true. No, apparently not, though. Yeah, I know. Apparently, we just well things change over else. time. Apparently, but there have been circles of people that have been praising Jeffrey Dahmer after the release on Netflix because yeah. he became a Christian while in jail. It's like cool, but like cool. But like the gays are not good, but Jeffrey Dahmer, who is gay, right, and killed people. Yeah, he's good. He's good to go. Good guy. Now I don't know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer, mostly because like ancients, I say ancient, old, um, like from before I was really cognizant. Serial killers aren't really my thing. Um, <laughs> but like, so he became Christian when he was in prison. Did he like stop being gay? Nope, definitely didn't do that. So, what you're saying is, this is a man who repented of his sins and set himself on the good path of life and is still gay? Like, all of that repentance didn't Correct. Get Correct. Huh. I know. That? Crazy, right? It's Crazy. weird. It's weird how that happens, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, abominable is usually the, the, the turning point for these guys where they're like, well, that's that's just talking, that's where the gay stuff is. It's abominable things, because we all know abominable is gay, and I'm like, is it though? No, abominable is a snowman. Yeah, I was thinking. It's <laughs> a joke I could make that I'm gonna stroll right past. Anyway. Bumbles bounce. That's all there is to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
pulling up. Yeah, like that, that's it no. right there. Is and this this harkens back to what we talked about in the last episode. Is yeah, the need that some of these folks have to to do these mental gymnastics to make it work, mm-hmm. to make it be about what they want to be about. And I'm sorry, it's not about that. It never was mm-hmm. about that. And this is literally the passage where the prophet Ezekiel is saying, it's not about that. It was never about that. Right. right. And you'll still run into people who are saying, well, he said abominable. That must mean the gays. Um, no. You know, <laughs> which now I'm imagining the abominable snowman as like a gay icon, which is a really like, like. Why haven't we done that yet? I don't know. <laughs> well, guess who's next? That is such a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve Snowman had a very gay day. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like really, it's, it's it's very clear that that's not what they're talking about because you know, what's what's more abominable than being gay? Oh, right, sexual assault. Yeah. Like the <laughs> thing what Sodom and Gomorrah's immediate moments at the end were all about. And yeah. Yeah, worth noting that God's judgment being leveled against Sodom and Gomorrah was decided before the incident where the angels showed up and they tried to rape the angels and then uh, Lot decided, hey, rape my daughters is way more fun. Um, right. Like All of that confused. happened after God had decided to pass judgment on these cities. Yeah, because so, correct me if I'm wrong, it was he was, you know, trying to find even one good person in these cities. Yeah. And it was completely impossible because they were doing these things. The answers are like, best we can do is a lot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thanks. And he sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, not, not a great the guy, best hero no. we could get to was Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool's kind of great. Yeah, but like, again, a thing Deadpool would do. It's the snarky that it's the, the snarky, snarky and it, it hits with you. Yeah, yeah I get it. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so like that whole lead up and then we get the rapey parts. Like admittedly, mm-hmm. this was a practice that they were into and other cities in the area were interested. All the cities, the planes were doing the whole rape the foreigners and new people and you know, show them their place, sexual assault sort of thing. Ah, yes. Yeah, of um, course, as you, as you, as you, as one, does. one does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Why did I think of that? Disclaimer, one does not. No. But <laughs> one definitely does not. Like, people aren't no. coming in through Ellis Island saying, okay, got to stand there, got to take the oath, got to stand in front of the flag, got to you know, drop my pants. You know? <laughs> that, that's not part of the immigration process. No. <laughs> Say the oath, drop your pants, then you actually get in the line for immigration. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be clear, there's a lot of random Latin BS in the American immigration process, but prima nocta is not part of it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Right. Man, you just dropped that one right in there, didn't you? Hit me. <laughs> it, it do be you. <laughs> Even when it do be, it still do be. <laughs> no arguments here. Yeah. Anyway, so like, you know, none of that was part and partial to, to what was happening. There was a list of right. abominable things that God was like, yeah, these guys got to be friggin' white. This is not cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really worth noting the pivot here, too, as we get into verse 53. Right. Is Ezekiel is pointing out, you guys are worse than Sodom. And if you buy everything he's saying so far and you're listening to Ezekiel, um, you might be thinking, okay, um, 
So I'm going to give me a lot of brown sugar because I hear that sugar cancels out salt because there's going to be a lot of salt in my future. Um, <laughs> you know. Sounds that way. The direction Ezekiel goes with this is very, very different. Like he doesn't say you guys are, because he's painted out. Like I'm talking to you, Israel. Y'all are yeah. worse than Samaria who are the guys that you're always laughing at and pointing at and whatnot, which <clears throat> without getting into the historicity of a lot, Samaria is an extension of Israel here. Like it's not like... Mm -hmm. It's now a neighboring country, but it's a neighboring country in the same way that, like, you know, Texas is a neighboring country to Mexico. Like, yeah, but it used to be part of us. Right. Um, you know, so the same people over there just with a very slight variation on how they understand God. Um, yeah. So he's not saying, okay, you guys are worse than the Sumerians. You're worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. So put on your lava hats because it's about to start raining. Yeah, um, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, no, I'm going to improve your fortunes. You, Samaria, even Sodom, the cities of the place, everybody's, get, you get you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. You can't drive because it's the ancient Middle East, but you figure out what to do. Um, <laughs> You'll get there, it's fine. It's Opriel, right, got it. Yeah. So, like, that's not what you'd expect here. Particularly from yeah. a preacher like Ezekiel, who I got to be honest, puts me to shame in terms of bluntness and fiery language. Like, True. You know, dem bones, dem bones, dem Ezekiel tells you to shut the hell up. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't read Ezekiel, read Ezekiel, man. You will, you will see the Bible in such a different light, I swear. Yeah. Ezekiel invents the fire emoji before there are phones. It's great. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, so you would expect Ezekiel to be like, all right, limber up, buddies, because here comes the Almighty with a rain of fire, and he doesn't do that. No. Um, why do you think? I mean, what's more shameful to be punished for the things that you did or be, you know, forgiven of it and have to sit and know what you did? And be mocked. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to, you need to, it, it is worth to live with the shame than to die mm -hmm. that's an evolution yeah it's, it's interesting because we we did bring up jeffrey Dahmer, and it's it 100 ties in here because when he was convicted he asked them to give him the electric chair mm -hmm. because he didn't want to live through people knowing what he did he just wanted to be over and they gave him 900 years in prison instead. Because yeah, he knew what he did was wrong and he was he wanted to be done with it and he wanted to be over it. And they said, nope, you're going to live until you're done. Because it was a worse punishment than mm -hmm. just letting him off. Mm -hmm. so that's fair, exactly what, what Ezekiel is proscribing here. He's saying, yeah. no, you got to live with this. Mm -hmm. like, you have done worse than Sodom ever did to, to, your, to your immigrants and to your poor and to your needy. You have been haughtier than they have. Like you sit here and you brag about how, you know, you're better than them. Mm -hmm. You're better than the Sumerians. And guess what? They're better than you. Mm -hmm. like Objectively. You, yeah. <laughs> you you brag about the the illegals coming to to your country and the the immigrants and the non English speakers and the gays. Oh, the gays. Oh, the gays. <laughs> and guess what? Every last one of them is better than you. This yeah. is the word of the Lord. They're better than you. Man, can't imagine why that sounds familiar again. Yeah. <laughs> white people suck. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing white people suck when I, for a minute. 
I also do want to encourage us too, um, yeah, because we're doing this as a Bible study. Is particularly in this moment, as we're looking at this passage, it is super easy for us to jam the evangelicals and all the evangelical associated political structures into the place of Israel in this passage, and then right. the, to stick ourselves at least in Samaria, if not, you know, further afield from that. And be like, yeah, we're, yeah. we're good, but you guys are friggin' sodomites. But, you know, I was... Well, we all suck. We're all human. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a preview, if you will. Uh, I say preview because it's a preview to you guys because I haven't preached this sermon yet. Uh, technically, I haven't written it yet. Um, <laughs> but by the time this video comes out, I will have preached it weeks ago. Um, right, yeah. So this is the, the old news that I am going to have preached. Uh, <laughs> Future perfect time. Is yeah. Time is weird. I know, but um, the arc I'm taking on this is generally that, as particularly as liberal and progressive Christians, it's mm -hmm. really easy for us to get into an us versus them mindset mm -hmm. and yeah. immediately identify the evangelicals, the Trumpists, the right wings, the conservatives as screw those guys. Right. right. Um. And in so doing, we also are putting ourselves in the place of Israel and Sodom and Samaria here. Right. And God's goal isn't to see the wicked and the unjust burn as much as it might feel like justice to us. God's goal is to see the wicked and the unjust reformed and repented and reconciled. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so this is an instinct that we all have. Like, uh, as I mentioned in the last episode on our NSFW channel on the Discord server, we've been talking about a case of uh, clergy sexual assault that happened in my own regional body fairly recently. Um, yeah. And the, when something like that happens, uh, our instinct is imme immediately to say, well, we're going to string that guy up by the testicles and he will never, ever, ever have peace again. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, we are going to pursue him. We are going to pursue him to the fullness for everything he's done. And no matter how hard he repents, no matter how hard he apologizes, uh, no matter how much restitution he makes, we will continue to pursue him until he is dead. But that's yeah. the instinct. Anytime we have someone who does that, like how many people want to see Trump strung up by the backside, right? I am. You know, Quite a few. <laughs> I got to be honest, my dream church is the sort of church where Donald Trump could sit down and learn how to be a Christian. For sure. And we've had that conversation. Actually. Yeah, we've had we've had a full conversation with our congregation, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, of just and and our congregation ex is currently fully consists of LGBTQ plus members mm -hmm. who feel threatened by policies that not just you know Trump, but you know, previous and current Republican legislators. Mm -hmm. uh at least for the most part it's republican legislators there's others but you know the they majority. they're very afraid of of that side with good reason yeah. yeah but we sat them down and we said this is a church where if donald trump walks through that door until he does something you know that would require him to be removed he's going to be welcome to sit down yeah and i hope that he'll you know sit and take some things in and you know maybe learn something somewhere I I might take a different approach myself, I'll be honest. Um, I know, considering what I literally just preached at you, that may be like, oh, crap, that's a shock. Um, <laughs> because I do believe that part of this process is a, ne a necessary repentance. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so if we oh, take yeah. someone like Trump, for example, like if he showed up Sunday morning as we were limbering up for service, I wouldn't say nothing about it. But the man take a right. seat as long as he doesn't cause a scene, fine. Yeah. But I'd pull him aside after the service and say, hey, man, we got to have a chat if you want to make this a regular thing. Um, you got some shit you got to repent for. Like you've been publicly, actively destructive to, to God's people here. And I'm not yeah. going to tell you you can't be here. You absolutely can. And you're welcome to be here. But there are some necessary steps that have to be taken here on your part. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Because God never says everybody's welcome means we ignore what's right. right. Yeah. God's welcome yeah. to everybody. There's a process involved. Like there is mm-hmm. repentance and reconciliation that have to be built into it. There has to be an acknowledgement of sin and an addressing of sin, a reparation to it, and a release from it uh, before everybody can come together and the lion and the lamb and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the second part of the conversation, I guess, we just didn't have because it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Is you can't just come in and make everybody feel uncomfortable for the fact of you know you're making everyone feel uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be definitely, and and I think that that ties directly into the verses we're talking about is you look at Ezekiel speaking to Israel and that's the part they haven't done is to say, you know, we screwed up like, damn, we screwed up, Mm -hmm. but you know, we want to make this right. And that's the missing piece there. Right. And here's the thing. You've got Sodom and Gomorrah and Adam and the cities of the plains. You've got Samaria, you've got Israel. And there's another nation that falls in the exact same pattern here. And that is Nineveh. Well, city, mm. say. Uh, and what all of these other countries get wrong, Nineveh gets right if we look through the story of Jonah. Because what did they do? They repent. Yeah. That's the key to the whole Jonah story from that angle, at least. Yeah. You know, if we're not talking about Jonah and his journey, which is really the whole point of the story, but if we're looking at it from Nineveh's perspective, that's the decisive moment there. That's the thing that separates them from these other condemned cities and countries it's the fact that Nineveh heard the word of the Lord and said okay we're not just going to stop doing the thing we're going to stop doing the thing sackcloth on repentance is a thing and we're going to start fixing the problem right Mm -hmm. and God spares them yeah because that's the goal so yeah we got to fix the problem and that's why we're here you know we, we, we do our best to to you know it feels like a hard conversation to have but it's these conversations we need to have right uh, let's bring these awful things and let's put them in the light and let's take away their power of hiding in the dark and being these scary awful things and let's work towards a mm-hmm. better alternative to how we've been dealing with them which is trying to shove them under the rug yeah someone once asked me earlier on in my ministry why i'm so blunt and irreverent all the time uh in fair, it's not all the time. I'm perfectly fine doing a normal, regular church service with regular church folk and not actually swearing all that much, if ever. Um, I don't think, all that much. I, I don't think at all is likely to enter into the equation. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But let, you know, let's act in reality. Yeah. You know, l- less like a sailor and more like an obtuse teenager. We'll go, we'll go that far. All right. There you go. Yeah. Like it. Um, but someone once asked me, why, why are you like this? You're a pastor. And it's because like we don't do ourselves any favors when we pretend when we are haughty and pretend 
that we're better than we are, when we are right. pretending mm-hmm. that God doesn't touch these darker parts of our life, when we pretend that they should be hidden. In yeah. God, all things are made visible. Like the terrible secrets of our hearts are just as visible as the terrible jokes we make in the back of our head. So like, or out loud, you know, yeah. in the case of podcasts. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I make them out loud. Or sitting at your home church and leaning over to me thinking you're being stealthy making an inside joke. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just loud. Bet your mom is just like, shh. <laughs> but that's that's why I, I don't hesitate to make those jokes, at least on these yeah. uh, podcasts and videos. Right. Is because if we are going to be in a place where we have learned to be comfortable laying our darkest secrets before God, laying the absolute truth of our hearts before God, then all of it, including the terrible, dirty jokes we have, need to be out there as well. Like, it may seem comical, but the truth of who we are and all of our fundamental Abrahamic humanity, to to keep driving that reference home, all of our imperfection needs to be embraced and understood before we can move forward to being better people in Christ. Um, And so I don't feel the need to to hide those aspects of ourselves, to, to recognize what needs work, and to recognize that, well, <laughs> Jesus does have a sense of humor about stuff, too. Like, right. Well, if you're it, shameful about those things, you're not going to like who you are. And if you don't like who you are, you're not going to be able to help other people. Yeah. If, if you're shameful about the jokes in your head or the words that you use when you're talking about stuff, then how much harder is it going to be to be open and honest about the sins you've committed? sexual hang-ups, right. interactivity problems, stuff like that. Stuff that actually has meaning. Right. Yeah. You know, so drop the F-bomb, make the bad joke, and then try to get comfortable with yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, it, it, seriously, that's why, you know, when, when we started ULC, that was kind of our entire mission is let's stop pretending yeah. that there's these things that are off limits to, to Christians of you know there's things that are off limits but like there are not conversations we cannot have absolutely we we can have each and every conversation as long as we come to it with a respect and a you know openness of this is gonna be really hard and if we have to cope with some really weird jokes and like humor and and deflect a little bit just as long as we get around it and we get to the point at hand yeah there's nothing we can't, I mean, we can't get to. And admittedly, one... though, it, you know, expecting us to get to the point is uh, maybe a bit of a pipe dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were saying you're one good thing. The and... one good thing we took from the last church that we were at before you all see was the get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's not necessarily in putting ourselves out there, which we have to do a lot more than I would like. But <laughs> it's the introvert. It's also the conversations that we have with the people that we don't want to have those conversations with. Like we have to have conversations with your parents, even that we don't like having. Yeah, because we know they're coming from a totally different place. But yeah. you yeah. don't really accomplish much when you're talking to somebody that thinks exactly the same as you do. Exactly. Exactly. One of the first things that I was told that most of us are told during the ordination process in you know mainline Protestantism: What is the job of the pastor? What do you mm-hmm. think? I mean, I always have felt the job of the pastor is just to be there for, you know, the congregation, the the members of the church to help guide and help them grow and, you know, take care of them, really. The correct answer, at least as far as the Dutch reform folk go, the role of the <laughs> pastor is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. I like it. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. It is a double <laughs> 
is because what is comfort to the afflicted will be affliction to the comfortable. Like, look mm -hmm. at how the rich cry about economic justice. Look at how the oh, yeah. uh, you know the ones in power complain about losing that power. Like, mm -hmm. for, for the afflicted is affliction for the comfortable, and that is what Jesus has called us to do in the world. And we can't yeah. we can't wade through ministry expecting to be able to make everybody feel comfortable and happy and hopeful. Hey, it's just not possible. Yeah, yeah. And you know that's not who Jesus is. Like. Yeah. I, I, I love I love the argument that gets thrown at me sometimes, which is, well, Jesus, Jesus came to to give comfort and hope to everybody. I'm like, yeah, tell that to the Shammai Pharisees. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those guys were not particularly comforted by what Jesus um, had to say. They had they, they had, were not real happy. Yeah, they had some very pointed things to say, and they said it with nails. Yeah, right. Literal pointed, pointed things. <laughs> Specifically, they they had a couple of very specific points to make about it. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, but I mean, if you at any point have questioned of would Jesus support you know movements such as Black Lives Matter, um, just read the text. Yeah, yeah. Would the dark skinned and would the dark skinned radical who spent his entire life in opposition to entrenched power structures and was executed by the cops for it, would he be in support of Black? Let me think about that. Hmm. I think we all know the answer for being honest with ourselves. Would he be in support of bodily autonomy for everyone? Man, he gave us free will. I don't, man, you think he would mm. let someone else take that away from you? Would he be in support of consent always? Mm. Mm. Crazy thought. Well, are we talking about Jesus or Abraham? <laughs> different answer. Because Abraham's totally different answer. But again, <laughs> only one perfect guy, and that's the one we've been talking As about. As I said in the last episode, Jesus, Will Riker, got one clean thing in common. <laughs> uh gotta bring it back to will Riker, of course oh, man. <laughs> you know, the, the lord and savior of the star trek universe william thomas Riker. i mean you know you know some, sometimes you just gotta accept what it is <laughs> i gotta admit i would have loved if they had a next gen episode where they just like put him in a toga or something just for the hilarious parallel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just, let, just let it go wild and be perfect which is, which is kind of funny that like they gave him the power of a cube, but they did it before he had the beard, so it didn't work out. Ah, right, crazy. So close. But, I mean, I think that like the kind of thoughts of of that are a very good place like to kind of wrap this up. Of yeah. Just you know, looking back at the verses we were talking about, of just you know, you've got to recognize when there's something wrong, yeah. and if you don't you become the worst of them yes like just because you're not doing the things mm -hmm. you know because you know the sins of israel are not in these verses laid out as specifically so we'll just work with what we've got yeah. uh it's very clear that it's an, an you know ignoring of what's going on around you and to do that mm -hmm. it almost makes you worse than the perpetrators because you could do something mm -hmm. yeah and let's I mean, like, look at the list of sins in verse 49. Her daughter said, pride, excess of food, prosperous ease. They did not help the poor and the needy. They were haughty and did abominable things before me. Therefore, I removed them when I saw it. Look, if you can look at that list of things and not see yourself in there somewhere, right. mm -hmm. then you're not looking hard enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I got to be honest, I can be a haughty ass guy sometimes. <laughs> you know. No way. Oh, no, no. I'm as humble mm -hmm. as they come. Me too. I mean, yeah. you know, we, 
you just hit that point sometimes. Yeah. And... You know, you know me. I'm real salt of the earth. Ah, uh, that's a good, uh, that was a good one. Good job. Proud a of real you. pillar <laughs> of the community. Ha ha ha. Oh man. Oh my gosh. But yeah, no, you're you're absolutely correct. We can all find ourselves yeah. in that list. And the list obviously goes on mm. of and where we the, run into trouble is when we stop looking. Yeah, yep. for sure. So I mean, I think, you know, I we don't usually do this, but like anybody that's watching, listening to this, uh, you know, I kind of want to give almost a homework assignment this week. Okay. Dig it out. What is that thing? that you're dealing with and let's there's everybody's got something that they don't talk about everybody's got something that they did and they're ashamed to talk about it with somebody it can be as anonymous as you can make it talk to somebody about yeah. it like and if you need us space we're on the discord server it. if you need a space to talk about it yeah discord server. we're all doing Seriously, that there can... anyway you won't be the only one well and if you want to message any of us privately about yeah. it like we'd be happy to do that Mm-hmm. You know, or if you want a feedback from the whole community, you got a bunch of people that are willing to give you feedback they and they'll will. be real honest with you. Yeah. I mean, if you're really shameless, you can just put it in the YouTube comments, but I'm not going to encourage that. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. That that's how random people find you. That's a whole different story. Yeah. yeah. You you may find a very <laughs> different thing that you're looking for there. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Maybe something a bit more Abrahamic. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, like let's let's dig it out. Let's yeah. let's recognize that we do these things. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think it'd be a great practice. No, yeah. I think you're right. All right. So that said, we've already promoted the Discord server. Uh as yep. I mentioned before, we've got uh, a long-running Bible study that's going on <coughs> um in partnership with First Reformed Church. Details for that are on either the website or the Discord server. I still don't remember. I know it's been a week and I haven't bothered to look it up. Probably because we only recorded these five minutes apart from each other. Yeah, it's uh, really good. <laughs> yeah, still don't know if we've updated our website. Yes. Yeah. Um, I may have updated the website by now. Who knows? Um, but right. failing that, everything's on the Discord server. You can find it all there. Yeah, um, definitely. We still got our Dungeons & Dragons group going strong, I assume by now. We've all managed your whole characters by this point. Because, hey, Dungeons & Dragons group setups are a thing. Uh, but we're going, We're. I'm assuming at this point we're still going strong and everybody's having a great old time. By this point, we're most of the way into November now, if I understand the release schedule of these correctly, which means we are looking down the barrel of Advent, uh, which mm. uh, assuming everything stays on course between recording and release, which yeah. if not, I can tell you that the, the website, the Discord server will tell you, uh, but assuming yeah. everything stays on plan, we are looking up at a joint Christmas Eve service uh, here in uh, in Kobe uh, at the at the by this point newly refurbished uh, church. Very cool. We've got a big old library building project we're working on here. A lot of stuff. So if you are in the Japan area and watching these videos, get in contact with me. We'd love to see you on Christmas. We'd love to uh, have some help, kind of library building here because that's a big thing we're doing. Like there's a lot going on here small as we may be we're still doing <laughs> so get in touch with us uh, and if you're not in japan we still love you uh that's why we are mostly on a discord server so get in touch with us anyway and have fun join the right. Dungeons and dragons group go to bible study do church stuff but do it online yo yeah, yeah. happen to find yourself in fort wayne indiana you can always Come find uh, us. contact us too 
you know, and come if, come roll through on a Sunday afternoon. Come yeah. hang out in our apartment for a couple hours. Heck yeah. And if you happen to find yourself in New Jersey or in Michigan, we got spots out there too with folks. So yeah. heck yeah. Drop a line. Like we we got little hubs forming all over the world right now. Which yeah, is so cool. That's it really cool. Incredibly weird to see a church develop this way, not gonna lie, but it is fun to watch. So yeah. <laughs> fun to be a part of too. Yeah. Quite interesting. Yeah. So join us as we kind of reinvent whatever the hell this church thing is meant to be and do new and weird things and make terrible jokes as we're doing it. Exactly. Um, I mean, obviously the last part. Like you gotta have that. That that that's a that that's a gift. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable baseline. Gotta yeah. have that. Not not non-negotiable. And we gotta take a moment to just stare meaningfully at Osteen for a second. Yeah. So now that that's all done, you guys have yourselves a great week, and we will see you on the next episode of Untitled. Have a good one. See you guys. Love you. I love you.